can move Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move the bases Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed coming at you with topics Used to hit me with logic, baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up, you're gonna fall now flat It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week Come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week We come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it What's good, good people out there in the world? You got your three favorite guys from your favorite podcast, the Three Man Weave Podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode, episode 22. Uh, Today is February 25th, and it is approximately 6.45. You got your boy, Cannon, and with me as always, you got... Y'all already know it's your boy, Hill. Hill going here regardless, baby. Let's get it. AJ, El Presidente. <laughs> El Presidente top brass. Got some sleep this week. Alrighty. Oh, yeah, he was looking hurt week. last week, brother. Yeah, man. Whew, I know yeah. the people on YouTube was like, God dang, he looks sleepy. But you already know, you can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Facebook, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Three Man Weave underscore. Um, if, you, if you're in the DMV area or Tampa, Florida, and you want to set up to jump us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we need all type of publicity to get the podcast popping. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. We're going to fight back. Um, <laughs> it's zombies here in Florida, bro. Don't be putting no hits out on me. I'm just saying, they, they yeah, may. In hey. Florida, they might take you. They gonna, it ain't going to be a joke in Florida. Okay, don't do it in Florida. They eat people face off out yeah. here. Don't do it in Florida, but DMV area, <laughs> y'all want to set us up and jump us. Yeah. I do eat Subway <laughs> occasionally. Um, I'm not going to pay you in check. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just hit us up. We here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Episode 22, man. Episode 22. Can we start off on a high note, fellas? Yeah. Shout out to Spike Lee. Spike. Regina King. Shout out to Spike. Motherfucking Lee. And I had to throw the mother in there because, man, it's been... How many years has Spike Lee been a film producer? Since I've been alive. I'm 31. So let's say 30 plus, right? 30 plus years, right? Spike has at least done three films, in my opinion, that should have been nominated by the Academy, but we're not even going to go there. We're going to say, finally. And I just want to say, you earn the right to say, don't you dare run that motherfucking clock. (laughs) Because y'all should have been put my man on. And there's been plenty of years when Spike should have won, mm-hmm. where inferior movies have won. I'm glad they gave my man, I'm glad he got his his golden his his, his golden statue. Yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of right disappointed that uh, he ain't win Best Picture, just like he was because they gave him the Oscar for uh, Best Adaption of a Screenplay because you know uh, Black Klansman was already a movie before, right? Okay. So he remade that movie. So... Um, they ain't want to give him best picture because they just don't want to go out there and say that a that a black person is doing better than everybody else in the field. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I just want to give my shout out to uh, Spike. What you got to say about it here? It was a good win for diversity mm-hmm. for for the Oscars. You know they they got a lot of politics in Hollywood. 
um, you know, shout out to Regina King. She won. Um, the the costume director for Black Panther. She won. The, um, I don't know how to say the other dude's name, but some Ali. Yeah, Marsha Ali. Yeah, he won. Like, it was a good win for diversity. Hopefully they open their eyes and be open to, and I'm not saying we got to win every year, but just be open about who what's the best. And don't be afraid to say, hey, yeah. they won. Just Let's be get fair. It. What's wrong with that? It's it's okay. It's okay. Just give a, just give up the just do. Giving up your just do don't mean you, lost. you less. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just show some love. That's it. That's it. And like, so y'all know like that movie Green Book. That's no, I, one no that... I don't. I, I, okay. I, I, I saw okay, that, yeah. AJ. I'm with you. And so like for me with like, I'm sick of like these movies that really got to like, that are like supposed to be groundbreaking, showing the world about, you know, racism always winning. Like, that seems to be the only time you get some, like yeah. some minority people to like win, Absolutely. you know, when it's like, oh, we trying to show you, yeah, hey, racism did exist. Like, can we get some actual movies in there that don't necessarily show, you know, trying to come out of oppression and whatever it may be mm-hmm. to actually actually be considered a good movie? I understand, like, you know, people were kind of upset that, you know, Black Panther didn't win some certain awards and stuff like that. But as as much as I love Black Panther, I understand. You know, yeah. it's a it's a superhero flick. Yeah, that's not really something. That's that's like even though it was very groundbreaking, mm-hmm. I think what won was really supposed to win because it was very aesthetically pleasing. It, like yeah. the costumes, the scenery in that, it was very like grass, especially if you saw it in 3D. So yeah. I think it did win where it was supposed to win. It was a great picture. I don't necessarily say it, it was going to you know win you know best picture and stuff like that. But for a superhero flick to even be nominated or something like that, and Absolutely. for it to be, uh, you know, you know, a predominantly black and uh, like mainly all the black characters were the main characters, I feel like it did good. But with Green Book, especially, you know, with you know, kind of some of the the controversy behind it, I I'm just I, I just wish that we can get some some movies in there that are Oscar worthy that I, aren't just about slavery and AJ? you know segregation. What's up, man? Um. Cause you said you saw Green Book, right? No. Oh, you didn't see it. Dang. So I can't no. I just said I just said we saw saw Green Book one. Okay. Okay. Well, can I ask the viewers a question, please? To um and and please, y'all hit us up on the IG, YouTube comments, wherever you can comment. Please comment. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. If for best picture, that should be the best script plus the best acting. Correct. I would think mm-hmm. so. Um. If you think the acting in Green Book was better than the acting in Black Klansman, viewers, please just let us know. That's a question that I, w- I want to ask y'all this week. Please just let me know. I just want to know if I'm being biased or if I'm being fair. I saw both movies, and I really... Green Book was written well. Mm-hmm. It was directed well. I'm not sure that it had great acting in it. Um, let, let me rephrase that. It, it had good acting. I'm just not sure if it was that next level that I would like to see. Um, but Denzel, son, I don't know his real name, but he did yeah. a phenomenal job um, in Black Klansman. And not even just him. Um, my guy from the 70s show, mm-hmm. he did a great job in that movie, too. So it was a lot of real good acting. <laughs> Apologize that, is, that I don't know that bro, name. That, I don't know that, is, name. That, is, that is not Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Eric, bro. He's the other guy. Hey. Wait, hold on. Yeah, Eric was in that movie. Not Aston Kutcher. 
I'm still Knock stuck. yourself. Trust I'm me. I'm still stuck that AJ said aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, that was nice. He and, hit me with the S A T word. And he used it right, like their costumes and stuff for Black Panther was. And that's what they should have won. So it was I'm aesthetically glad. pleasing. Mm-hmm. I definitely that would not be on a meme because I don't know how to spell that. <laughs> Better get Google. <laughs> <laughs> The Google attempt gonna be awful. I'm laying up right now. It's gonna be aesthetically Cause, awful. Because when he try, we, when he because he's not typing in the Google, he gonna say it in the Google. He gonna be like, uh, spell aesthetically. <laughs> I'm gonna he ask Alexa. With, he gonna start with an I. <laughs> not to go off topic, but I'm really trying to figure out who from that '70s show you uh, talking. This Eric, he's the main character from that '70s show. He was the he was the grand. The Grand Wizard. Oh, yeah. like I thought you. I thought you were talking about Adam Driver. I'm uh-uh, like, uh-uh. Oh, I'm no, no, saying, no, no, no. He did a good okay. job in his role. You see what I'm saying? And okay. he did a very good job in his role. I think Denzel, David Duke. Yeah, David Duke. And what's Denzel's son name? So I won't forget. David Washington. Yeah, David. So yeah. yes, okay. yes, David Washington. Okay. So let me let me kind of like uh, play the other side here. Uh oh. The acting in Black Klansman was really good, but I felt like uh, I feel as if how it was written, it was drawn on. That was a very long movie. It was to where they could have really, really put a lot more in the time that they did. I just felt as if they were not really getting to the meat of everything. It wasn't like they were trying to build a story up or anything of that sort. It was just drawn on and i understand it was based on true events but so was green book to me all you have to do is and we know a lot of these movies that are real events and based on real, real events they aren't 100 percent active like accurate because they come from you know usually one person yeah. or another's point of view just like the uh family and green book of um i can't remember the, the black uh, man's name that he was portraying but they were upset because they felt there were a ton of inaccuracies in that in that film mm. My mind, yes, you can make the Black Klansmen go along the lines of of reality, but sometimes you have to embellish a little bit just to give us some some entertainment. Just because I feel as if I was just being dragged along, and I love the movie, but yeah. he could have gave me more. That's a very good point, and I I can't rebuttal that one. That was a very good point. Okay, all right. So, um. <laughs> now that we got that out the way <laughs> now that we got that out the way I just want to say I'm putting on notice Bernice Amber Rose Black <laughs> China anybody that's been putting inflation on buying the kitty cause look Robert oh, Kraft man. has been paying for the me love you long time for $89.99 down in Florida he got billions on billions and billions and you talk about you want Birkin bags the biggest Chanel bag in the store if you want it y'all talk about buying it T.I. lied to me it, it ain't it is tricking if you got it because honestly if this man who owned macaroni and cheese can buy some me love you long time for two easy payments of $49.99 it's something wrong, man. The whole game messed up. I'm sorry, bro. That is literally the greatest segment the whole, of all time. The whole game is messed show. up. Y'all, look, hey, I don't want to hear no more rappers talking about getting flowed out. Hey, city girls, hey, y'all time is over, bro. Look, I don't want to hear <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that. 
you about to get this easy bake oven or something where you can buy make your own meals or I get you a little faux for faux and an Uber <laughs> on your way over. Did you rehearse you, this? Look, hey, look, I'm I'm trying to tell you, bro, you're not getting nothing from me. Nothing. Oh weak, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, you, there's no way that you can yeah, follow that Yeah, I have up. nothing to say about like, that. Uh, hopefully, we can wait for all the news to come out for Robert Kraft before. What he, news? He's like, hey. He guilty? Look, man, hey. He, I'm, I'm sorry. Guilty? Bro. <laughs> it, it was the, like, what What did the feds who broke in there and, and, and cracked on and cracked this uh, prostitution ring down? <laughs> when the... When the feds come and get you, they got you. It ain't it ain't no in like investigation. Bro, they did, did all the their investigation before they kicked out. Did you see the shopping center that he was in? Yeah. That bro. looked like a shopping center. That looked like Cross from, the street. From <laughs> Friday after next with the bro, Santa Claus. You, he get, that he looked like that type of shopping center, bro. Like Robert in there getting a happy should, ending. He should have never been in there. In there oiling that old man up. I feel bad for Ming Lee. <laughs> hey man. Ming Lee gotta make a living too now. Hey, bro, but listen, so what, what What does the NFL do with this? They got to, I mean, based off what can they owner do? punishment precedent, they got to fine them 500000 and they got to suspend them six six games like What's, they did Jim Ursay. They what, did the same thing for Jim Ursay. What Ursay do again? He got caught with the whole CVS uh, fi, uh, pharmacy department in his he, back trunk. That man right there was a pill-popping animal, yeah. dog, like, <laughs> like Skittles. He I had all, all about Ursay. Yeah, he he was high. He was high, high. He and looked so, like he'd be, he be high, high all the time. So, that's why they were like, hey, look, we got to do something. And Craftman looking high the last <laughs> few times I seen him, man. Hey. Every time you keep hanging with me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you, chasing hey. some, you chasing some dreams for real? <laughs> Son, the first sentence in this ESPN story just shows you how gangster Robert Kraft is. Yeah, they don't care about this charge. Look. Authorities say New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft visited a Florida massage parlor for sex acts on the morning of the AFC championship game, which he attended in Kansas City later that day. Bro, so what I, I like he just said, you know what, let me go ahead, you know, get this one out before, you know, let me go <laughs> let me go into Kansas City real relaxed. I know my man Tommy B got I, me. I, I can't hey, you, man. I don't like hey. I don't know what Tommy B do, but I think that's better than the T B twelve method if you if, if you ask me. I feel like like Tommy B, he got he got some millions, but the but the RK uh, explosion down there in Florida that gets you billions, dog. <laughs> like I'll look, uh, you know what? How far is Jupe? You know what? Let me. No, you let please, me. please don't go. Don't find out where for, where Jupiter is. for us this week. <laughs> Yeah, you shut it down. Be, you, he already not, came for somebody gonna, else. He's not you, coming for us. You're not gonna find Jupiter, AJ. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Jupiter is the same strip that they filmed next Friday after next, <laughs> up, bro. It's the strip mall in the middle of nowhere, bro. And trust me, Kraft shouldn't have never been there, bro. You know what happened? What they did with the last security guards? You don't even know what happened to the last security guard. So how am I supposed to hear? <laughs> Just do your job, and I'm a Jew, man. Yo, I have nothing. Small in here. No, we big in here. Yo, it's nothing that we can say about Robert Kraft. Like, AJ done it all. Like, he wrapped it up. That is is over. Robert Kraft, hey. Robert Kraft wrapped it up, or y'all think he went raw? Oh, he definitely went raw. He over. But but just real quick, if they they follow the owner punishment precedent, like Hill said, bro, that's nothing. 
But that's the thing, though. Why can't they, don't, they set a new precedent? If you commit a crime, they'll set a new precedent for you, Hill. And for you, too, AJ. Let you be but, a black guy Kenny, down in Florida Kenny, Kenny, doing Kenny, something like Kenny, that. Kenny, that you just said the major... Like, for one, Robert Kraft is a billionaire. Yeah. Robert Kraft is a billionaire. So, you know what? They, like, he owns the team. Suspending him six games really don't mean nothing. He just can't go to his stadium? Like... He I'm can't go see his team. Some games. I'm just saying, come be creative. Make them do some community service. Like, make them do something. You feel me? Make them give back. He, 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 no, stop giving. That's what. <laughs> that's what <laughs> stop giving. That's the issue right then and there. You're giving too much. But nah, they, they, they do need to really, like, crack down hard on Robert Kraft, dog. Because, like, you. all you can give this woman is $80, bro. <laughs> all Man, you can give you her can is $80. Better, and you a billionaire. But how, like, let's think about it though. Like, Goodell yeah. works for the owners. Like, yeah, he does. how hard can you punish your boss? Like, so Adam Silver don't work for the owners. So, yeah. effective yeah. immediately, ban for life. <laughs> yeah, right. Man, you can punish the owners, man. You just gotta that, have some balls. That just that just lets you know black people got the game all messed up. Like, bro, Jesse Smollett paid people to beat him up. Actually Who? beat him up. Who? Jesse. Jesse Smollett. Man, I don't even know that dude no more. He they he paid thirty five hundred dollars to people to jump him. Robert Kraft he paid a shorty eighty dollars to beat him. And he's complaining good way. about money the and he's paying thirty five hundred to beat beat you up. And Kraft is paying eighty bucks for a happy ending, man. Golly, it must be good to be a billionaire. I swear because. The higher you go up in the tax bracket, the less money you spend for everything. And that's crazy. And that's crazy. And you got the means to pay for it all. Man, listen. Let, yeah. Well, let me chill before. Yeah, please. While we on craft, I'm gonna go ahead and just keep the party going okay. with stupidity. Okay. Uh, R. Kelly, man. Oh, that ain't man. stupidity. That's nasty. Like I hate him. Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you why it's stupid. I don't condone anything you've ever done, R. Kelly. But you beat this case before. And what you do when you beat it. Normally when someone beats something that they shouldn't have been doing or had no business doing, they normally learn a lesson and stop doing it. What this man do? No, he keep doing it and keep recording himself doing it. You are the biggest idiot, number one. Number two, you've tricked off all your bread to the point where you can't make a 100K Bond? Mm -hmm. Did he trick it off, or did he pay to all, pay for all the cover-ups? Because that's, what yeah. I, from Ooh, what I'm hearing, he it, it seemed like he gave all his money to these families to keep their mama that's and daddy fine. Right yeah. I ain't think about that. And either, that's what, either way, it's tricking because had you not had you kept it in your pants and or, or dealt with of age women, you wouldn't have had to pay off no family. So exactly. tricking, bro. Robert Kraft paid women eighty dollars. <laughs> What are you doing, Robert Kelly? He like, could have just went to the massage parlor, right? Oh, yeah, he, he wanted it at his own spot. But like, but it goes to a deeper situation. Like when, like when you're not on top no more. Like they was enabling him in his whole career. He felt invincible. So you wondering why he didn't stop and why he kept going on. He felt invincible. And once you feel invincible, you feel you're on top of the world. You can do whatever you want to do. And he beat the case when she shouldn't have beat yeah, at all. Because once race. again, but they enabled this. They enabled this situation. 
because the people never really wanted to testify. And that's my thing. Like, you're getting all this exposure everywhere else in a black community, mm-hmm. now on social media, now on Lifetime. It took all of this for y'all to finally get up there and say, I'll testify. And that's what I'm saying because they done with him. He's done. Yeah. He's now on the low. Like you just said, he broke. Yeah. He's not an asset to yeah. nobody anymore. So now it's time to lock you up. Yeah. They, they use you up as long as they can, and then when they can't use you up, can't use you up anymore, it's over Keep with. On they enable, they enable you in all these situations. If R. Kelly, Sandusky was the same thing. While they was out here winning, you know what I'm saying? They would like, they would let him do whatever. The moment that he left and they started losing, oh, now it's time to indict him. But they knew from the jump. Like oh, boys off in the bathroom. It's sad, it's man. It's sad, man. It's sad. It's sad. Man, I'm just R. Kelly, R. Kelly, but see, that's the thing. Like to me, I don't know. Maybe it's just me personally that from the first video, we all like like everybody, like it was a consensus. Everybody saw no, like, oh, that was R. Kelly. Everybody was R. Kelly. Everybody knew this. And then now I don't know what's changed. For me, I've been giving up on R. Kelly just because, yo, you like You've given me all the signs that I have ever needed to know that you always was a nasty creep. You was a nasty old dude preying on old like little girls. I didn't watch the R. Kelly doc because I already knew. Like, yeah, I didn't like, watch I didn't, it either. I, I didn't need to see it. I didn't want like I didn't want to see actual testimony and, from like from first hand That that was just too much for me. And, I couldn't watch that. And my thing is, if you're gonna go on here with Lifetime, you should have just went to the court or the DA. He could have we could have been had this dude locked up, and he could have been not doing what he's doing to other people. Um, but that takes courage, and I can't blame a victim. I can't say I'm not, I'm not a victim for not. I'm, coming I'm not blaming him. the victim at all. Let's not like. I just I'm want just to make it clear because it it might come off like I was. You feel me? But I'm not. I'm not blaming them. I just wish that somebody, you know, because somebody's courageous now at the at this point. Mm-hmm. We just someone could have been courageous a long time ago. It just takes one person, and we could have, you know, because he's a predator at this point. Yes. We just because we have evidence of the three people now doesn't mean that he wasn't doing something, he wasn't being a predator last week. So it's like we should have been had this man, and that goes back to the justice system too. Because you have a video mm-hmm. of the evidence, and they still couldn't get a conviction because the girl didn't want to take the stand. To me, if you can prove that that video was real. And it was not doctor. That should have been enough to Listen, put this man behind bars. If they wanted to, they could have. They could have. Jay he told a, us he was an asset. Jay told us a long time ago that there was something up with Robert. So why did he do a whole album with him? He regretted that. Remember, he said he canceled the mid mid tour. He said he canceled that tour. Nah, for he, a whole he, different yeah, reason. Yeah, I was like, he canceled the tour for some other stuff. So. Yeah, he canceled and, I, that and that's my thing. So, ma- so many know. people. He thought it was nah, all come good. on. Son. He, they he knew how old Aaliyah was. I'm not talking about that, but I'm just saying, like, he wasn't trying to judge. So you got to put yourself in Jay's shoe. He wasn't trying what? to judge. But no, then no, he no, got no, to no, know. No, no, no. I'm not you can't, you can't. You can't do that. And you can't say he wasn't trying to judge if he knew. Because to me, that's what that's what you're supposed to judge. Exactly. This dude messing around with little girls, you're supposed to judge that, dog. Exactly. And it's, not just, it's not just Jay-Z. It was a whole people that. that's enabling. The whole industry. It's, a whole, it's not, it's not about Jay-Z. It's not, I know you use Jay-Z, not, not, but it's, it's not. It's, it was it's a whole, whole bunch industry. of people enabling this actions. But what I'm saying is a lot of those people that we're talking about, and that, they were friends with Aaliyah, bro. And the fact that she was she still loved that man, they looked past it. And that is why. That's, but to me, that, like to me, that should be the issue. It yes, should have been, but this it wasn't this, because this, they this were teenage all girl, young. this teenage girl loves you. But hey, bro, you got like 
They're like you are the biggest R and B star I'm, I'm right you. now. But they were go young, find and someone. I'm not else. saying that they're perfect. They they made mistakes. But what I'm saying is a Some long mistakes time are ago, unforbid- unforgivable. But a long time ago is what I'm saying is Jay told us, listen, you got to cut ties with this dude. I thought otherwise. He said I was wrong. He told us, and we still kept rocking with him. Not all of us, you know. Yeah. A lot of people cut ties with him, but for the most part. Mainstream media kept rocking with them. I don't want to make it seem like we now we we enabling other people and mis mis mismanaging or minimizing what R. Kelly is doing. R. Kelly is the is the key corporate and he's absolutely, the problem. Absolutely, absolutely. So even though I have an issue with people that was enabling his situation, because they just as guilty in my they, opinion. They, they but are. that's my personal opinion. They are. But at the end of the day, R. Kelly is a creep. He's a clown, and I hope he get everything that he get. Getting to him, mm. we about to move on because I'm not about to get mad. I had to pour up another drink and <laughs> yeah, sick it. Yo, I, yo, I can't, I, yeah. Listen, I'm doing a um, detox. Yeah. So I can't drink. Uh, yeah, well, I good, good, brother. I'm happy for you, but I'm yeah. Get my right. So, have we touched a real sports topic yet? We about to get to it right now, man. So, who gonna sign Zion? Because I know Nike done with him. They don't have a chance with him. Um, That's just my little first. If you were, I I don't. I'm not gonna say that because one, I just looked up all the apparels today, Mm -hmm. um, because we were talking about that Louis Vuitton and the Supreme thing, and I wanted to see. And Nike is on top of every apparel. Nike always gonna be number one. So Zion number one, he been wearing Nikes his whole life. You gonna stop because you bust out of the shoe? That's a different shoe. Exactly. That's a different foot. And, and, And what I'm trying to tell you is. Lean and that. I, I know our viewers don't know Lean, but y'all do. Four or five years ago, we were on the Nike EYBL circuit, and they released the Kevin Durant EYBL sneaker. And at least, I witnessed at least 15 AAU players bust out of that shoe over a three-day weekend. So, number one, when Nike says that this is the first time that's happened, that is a lie, <laughs> number one. Number two... That EYBL shoe was supposed to release to the general public. It never did. And that's why, because they knew. And the thing about that shoe is it had a strap, kind of like that PG shoe. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And what I was talking to him, my shoe plug, is he was telling me is that normally when you build a shoe and you put the leather or the fly net or whatever fabric that most of the shoe is made of into the midsole, the midsole is what holds that in place. But now when you add the strap, now the midsole is holding the strap in place, and you got to try to attach the leather or whatever fabric you're using to the strap. And when you got a player like Zion who's planting as hard as he did, yeah, you know they they got to try to figure out an, another way. And this is coming from a person who takes apart shoes and puts them back together. Um, I know. heard, but I I heard talking about hoopers. They were like the PGs is like one of the worst shoes. I've heard that too. too. I've heard that. But too. that was just a slight troll, like. Who knows? Like they, who, whatever shoe company, the the bag is gonna get. Yeah, he going with the bag. Yeah, and it's going to increase. The biggest bag. They going and they price went up. Next, Look, because so. they know they owe. At, at the end of the day, the only reason why that happened is because they made that shoe for Paul George to hoop in. Yeah, Paul George here, California boys. You know, <laughs> Zion is from somewhere South Carolina. Yeah, somewhere. they don't they don't make. Like him, he been flipping yeah. bales of hay since he was six. <laughs> them feet is different. You can't put them in no little, uh, you know, Did some you see some fly knit. They no. look busted, and he only he wore came, five times. He came out them things like PF flyers, boy. Like, 
Boo! <laughs> Surprise! Like you know the little whack a mole. That's how his foot came through that joint. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, don't worry about don't worry about it, Zion. Go ahead, get your bag from Nike. They really gonna up you now because they. Yeah. Hey, we yeah, sorry man. about that. Just a little bit of you know, just a little bit of retribution. Your so, forty what? acres and a mule for uh, your knee. On a serious note, though, should he come back and play, or should he sit out and you know get ready for the draft? What would y'all do? I mean, honestly, I'm always on the side of the players, and I feel they should be getting paid. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, think come back. Oh, yeah, Me personally, just because I I feel like there. Yes, he's gonna be like he should be the number one overall pick. But I just I just still need to see more of his game. I just wanted him to expand. I I didn't think I don't think Coach K is doing what he should have been doing. What I well what I thought he would be doing with Zion when he got to Duke because I thought when, if he went to Kentucky or something like that. Oh, Cal was just gonna continue to let Zion be Zion, you know, run the floor, get get oops, dunks, blocks, and all of that. I thought Coach K was going to expand his game more, allow him to really open up and try some more things. But I'm still seeing what I saw from Zion in high school, be it all against better competition. So that's a good thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely a good thing. I just wanted to see. Him. I think if Coach K probably had that same plan that you was thinking about, but when he got him in the camp and he seen that this what he's doing can work against anybody, why make him stop? No, um, absolutely, absolutely. But to answer your question, Hill, um, I agree with AJ on this one. I, I'm for the players. A player should be getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is my thing. I'm not going to make the choice for Zion. Here's my thing. Zion, if you don't want to come back, I respect you. If you do come back, I respect you. Um, it's your choice. You know, this is America. You done everything right. I don't think you should be penalized. Jo- uh, Bosa didn't get penalized when he decided. I was about <laughs> to say Joy, but it was it was Nick. Nick. Um, but um, here's the thing: like, those are your teammates. You know, do you want to leave your teammates dry, or do you want to worry about your future? That's a decision that you have to make on your own. Mm-hmm. And shame on everybody trying to tell you what to do. Like, dang, let a let a 18-year-old be an 18-year-old. That's that's some of the best parts of being 18 when you finally got to tell your parents, hey, like, I ain't going to the school that y'all want me to. Or, yeah. or I ain't, this is my choice, mm-hmm. you know, and this is his choice, you know, and whatever he decides, I think he should decide for the best. For him and his family, man. Well, he already stated that he's going to come back and play once he's healthy. And that's what he should do. Just wait till you're back 100%. Mm -hmm. Don't rush it. Don't Don't rush it. Because you got plenty of time, you know. And if, like I said, if he wanted to sit out, I wouldn't have not one issue with it. Because, like you said, you're not getting compensated. They sold them tickets at three stikes. Like like Super Bowl prices. (laughs) You know, and you couldn't get nothing couldn't from get it. Get $100 if you so, wanted to. That takes me back to my point, man. I just don't understand. Yeah. There's all like there's all this money, money going on, but coaches getting paid, facilities getting built. Coaches, Everybody getting all this money around. But then when it's come time to pay the players, oh, nobody can find the money. I just don't understand Let's take it. it. from the coaches. Yeah. That's where all the money's going. But that's what I'm saying. So if he would have sat out, I would have I definitely respected yeah, his decision. Because like I said, nobody had an issue when Nick Bosa sat out. Nobody and had his, it. Like, well, he he sat out way early. And, and but, like, I, but I can say, though, Nick Bosa 
his he had that surgery. So since he had surgery, he he kind of he, I mean, he was able to get anyway. he he was able to get a, an excuse. He had that hurt sports hernia surgery. So once that happened, I feel if he had like a sprained wrist or a sprained knee or something like that, it's it's a possibility he would have came back. But once he had that injury and had to go under the knife. It was a little bit more of a dire situation. He was like, "Oh nah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see y'all uh, for the combine." But listen, <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not mad at Nick Bosa. Oh, I'm not mad at Nick oh, Bosa no. either. Hey, I'm just, saying, I just, I just think that's make, how he was able, that's how he was able are, to get out. Yeah, y'all not getting compensated. Like it is what it is. And I will never, yeah, I will never, I will never kill a player who has to go through this amateurism system, quote unquote. And he already did it in high school. And yes, high school, like high school industry. But high school only and, charges college, five dollars for the game. They don't and, make and any college, money off the sports. And college, and college is so much different. So yes, exploitation I, I, in college. Yeah. To me, I, I don't like the, the the argument where they say, "Oh, you uh, get you know your free education and stuff like that." No, bro. No, that you're paying for it. So listen, let me tell you this. I at Virginia State, which is not a D one school, but I was the baby. <laughs> I did my internship with this head sports and conditioning coach at the school at the time who was Dr. Gaines. And I became the assistant strength and conditioning coach, you know, during my internship. So I had to open up the gym. I had to open up at 4.30 a.m., bro. That's what time female track had to be there. Mm-hmm. And they did it for an hour, and then at 5.30 a.m., male track came in. Then football. Then both basketball teams. Mm-hmm. And then in the afternoon, we're the softball team. So what I'm saying is, they at Virginia State, they were asking those female trap athletes to get up at 4.30 and start their day. If that ain't exploitation, mm-hmm. I don't know what is. When classes, the first class at Virginia State was at 8 a.m. Yeah. So they up almost three and a half hours earlier. Bro, I didn't go to sleep. So, and oh, the so. fact that they wanted me for my internship to do that, I thought that was exploitation. But that I was free too. But I did what I had to do now. So, that and, and that's and that's my issue. And whenever I talk about the players getting paid, and I think there's always a misconception because some people think that oh, if it's a billion dollar industry, the players should be able to get paid, you know, six figures, million dollars. To me, what if you just paid these players a living wage? Like, what if the like if, if the NCAA broke all this money up that they can make and they, they can bring have in, a living wage? So you could side. you could pay like what like what if you gave them like each player fifty thousand dollars a season? They could do it. Like I mean, for a year. A flat you could, like, They could do like, it. Like no, you don't have to get paid more than others. Even though I feel as if you know, if we in the workplace, we discussed this before. If we in the workplace, talent should Cannon, matter. Cannon, you better than me. You coming in as a mm-hmm. like you coming in with your resume as a oh. director, and I'm coming in as an associate. Yeah, you should you get paid more yeah, than absolutely. me. So if you coming in as a five star recruit, and I'm a walk on, mm-hmm. come on down. Yeah. Listen to me. And so it, it, everyone always wants to talk about fair when it comes to oh, how can the female volleyball team get paid? How can mm, the like that. Uh, how can the the rowing team get paid? It, it wouldn't be fair if, but it's not fair that. The coaches are getting paid nine million dollars, and they get to fly around in these private jets to go to recruiting trips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the players, they gotta sleep in the dorm rooms, or they gotta you know try and get uh, refund checks to pay the rent and stuff like that. And you can't even use the you can't even use the likeness to make money. I saw a story about a teammate of Jordan McNair. He. They were do- like you know Jordan McNair, the offensive lineman that died at yeah, the. Yeah, we know he's on. And so a teammate of his 
they weren't even allowed to fundraise and, you know, take the benefits and use their likeness for that fundraiser for Jordan McNair without um, basically violating NCAA rules. And that's sad, man. How crazy is that? <laughs> that you can exploit this player, you can act like you care about his death, but his teammates can't even properly fund, like they can't use their likeness as Maryland football players to fundraise for their fallen teammate. You can't tell me you actually care about the players if that if they can't even do that. You know what's the worst part of it all, AJ? What's the that? worst part of it all. We have a LLC that overheads our podcast, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we were to hire people and make them work and not pay them, we would catch a federal racketeering charge and go to jail for extortion and racketeering mm-hmm. because that is called a racket. And what the federal government has allowed for the NCAA to run a legal racket and nobody's doing anything about it. It's, under the, it's under the term amateurism. It's Just because that's amateur. a word and a term <laughs> does not mean yeah. that it's real because I'm 18, and the, and the U.S. Constitution should trump any document, right? It says that all people have the right to life, liberty, justice, and the pursuit of happiness. And if you're extorting me for work, on, and I'm an adult, and the U.S. Constitution considers me an adult, and if I go out and commit a crime, they will charge me as an adult. Yeah. But if I want to make money, they treat me as an amateur. Yeah, that to me you is can... the same thing as three man weave extorting but, the employee workforce. That's a fact. But that's the thing. You always like when they talk, it's always going to be the the two sides to the two sides of the fence. Because when they're doing something and they are trying to get paid or use their likeness, oh, you know, their kids they need to they still have a lot of growing up to do. And et cetera, et cetera. But if, if something go, goes on, they, they get crime. in trouble. Yeah. Oh, you know, he's a, he's, you know, he's a he should up. be he he, <laughs> he should act he should act like a grown up. He's more mature. He <laughs> he should act his age, et cetera, et cetera. Like, oh, but you just called me a kid when I was trying to get paid. Yeah. Thank treat, you. Like, if you're gonna do that, let's do it. Let's make it equal across the board. When I do good, treat me as a man. And when I try to get you know paid. when I get in trouble, treat, treat me, me as, as a man. man. But if I if, if if I'm trying to get paid and you want to treat me as a kid, when I get in trouble, treat me as a kid. Thank you. Facts. But like, you know what I'm saying? We can we can go ahead. We can table that one right then and there. Let's wrap it up. We got a supporter question. Okay. Hey, oh. we, I like these. Keep them coming. Yeah. He um he wanted to know. I don't know his real name, to be quite honest. I'm sorry. And he got his Instagram name. I'm What's just, his Instagram name? It's like Dave. Dave DeCrusher. Oh, yeah. I know that. That's Mark Jackson. That's Mark Jackson? Mm-hmm. That's your guy, right? Yeah. All right, Mark Jackson sent us. He wanted to talk about the Steelers, man. Okay. What's going on with the Steelers? <laughs> <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted to know what's going on with the Steelers, man. And there's plenty going on with the Steelers every day. Got Antonio Brown tripping. Yes, mm-hmm. they deserve to die, and I hope, hope they, they burn, burn in hell. hell. <laughs> I wanted to say that with you, AJ, because there's other things that I want to say about the Steelers, but we, we're a family podcast, man. Yeah. Keep it. Everybody can listen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? But the funny thing about the, the Steelers situation is, I understand. You know what? I understand. I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, they got six championships. They one of historic franchises. They're known for playing hardball. Mm-hmm. They're known for making strong stances. They they're known for being notoriously cheap, and they can 
because that's it, it's that that formula has worked for them yeah. throughout the years. Yes, so in this day and age, though, these players are starting to realize they were. But un- like once again, did I mean they're they're missing the problem once again? Okay, Le'Veon, you Le'Veon wanted to get paid, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying abundance amount of money. You you didn't pay him. You did it. you? He earned you, it too. You just put your um, you know. Put your foot down. Say, hey, I'm not paying him. Mm-hmm. Okay. You replaced him with James Conner. Yeah. Okay. James Conner put up similar numbers. Had a good season. Mm-hmm. Tony Brown, you know, he been a perennial pro bowler, perennial top. Perennial. Say it with me now. Perennial. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, top three wide receiver, yeah, however you rank from him. from Portsmouth, dog. Yeah, he know where I'm from. It's the city. Yeah. Peak time. Up. You already know. Um. But yeah, even though he been wilding, you know, he been productive, and now he wants out. But that problem with the Steelers, it's been Roethlisberger. It's been Roethlisberger, and they won't look at that. You know, they won't look that in the, in the mirror, and that's the whole issue. Bathroom Ben been trying to retire for the last few seasons, but the reason is why they feel they have to stand behind Ben Roethlisberger is. They feel you can get an Antonio Brown. You can get what a Le'Veon Bell. Huh? It's harder to get a Ben Roethlisberger. What? And no, no, no. He's not far off because they've been getting those players. That's what I'm saying. So they, they, they like I said, they, they don't have Le'Veon. They got James yeah, Conner. They, they don't have Antonio. They were to get Antonio yeah, Brown. Yeah, but I seen Juju. James Conner. That that's that's not a Le'Veon. I'm talking, but it's like, not. What but I, what it, I said can, off. That, it's a closer yeah. gap. You you can find a closer yeah, okay. replacement for and like AB and Le'Veon than you can Ben Roethlisberger. Why do you think Joe Flacco just got traded to it's Denver? It's definitely hard to get a quarterback. I understand that, but let's be honest. But do you burn every bridge you got for your old quarterback? Exactly. I hope they burn and he, down. And here's hope, my thing. I so Dave the Crusher or Mark Jackson, he's a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Been mm-hmm. that man way down, man down. Since I, hate I him. since I known him. And he's been a lover of Ben Roethlisberger. But even Dave the Crusher went on his IG and called out Big Ben. He said, Listen, bro, the Steelers ain't gonna do we ain't gonna do anything until we move on from Big Ben. Because and that's, that's at that this facts. point. Well, I hope they he sign is him to hindering the team because you're willing to pass up on people who are still young and got talent for this old washed up man. I'm not saying you washed up yet, Ben, but it's on the way, and it's close. And Le'Veon, to me, got at least six years left in him, decent years, if he healthy. Now, that's a big if for everybody. A.B., he definitely got some, some dog left in the fight or some fight left in the dog, however you choose to say it. But it's like, if I'm a GM, mm-hmm. I understand quarterback is the hardest thing to find. But, but one thing I do know, there has been franchises before who had the skill players in place and just got a game manager and mm-hmm. won. Trent Dilfer did it for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Brad Johnson did it for the Bucks. Rich Gannon got the Raiders there. They didn't win it, but he got them there. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Can, can, can we consider Nick Foles as in yes, that as we well? Can. Yes. yes, we can. Yes. That's what I'm and saying. So, so to me, it and that's just what per like it, it's mind boggling. It's mm-hmm. because 
at, like we put so much emphasis on this quarterback position. And yes, if you have a, a generational talent at quarterback, your your franchise is set for some years. But why not build out this franchise? And so when you like come across this quarterback, you have everything that you need. He has everything. Yep. And it's it's gonna it's gonna give you more of a chance to win multiple Super Bowls. Absolutely. Especially if you can find this generational talent yep. on a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. And yes, I understand it's hard to find a quarterback when you're when you're doing good. But look, you never know. Sometimes you may be able to win a Super Bowl and you don't have a number one or uh, two overall draft pick at quarterback. Sometimes your, your quarterback, he may come as the 10th overall pick, yep. the 12th overall pick. I mean, what was Sixth Aaron Rodgers? He was Aaron Rodgers was what, number eleven, I believe, right? Nah, like he, he was like in the second round. Yeah, like, Aaron Rodgers was first round. He, he sat. No, no, no. He's twenty. You no, know, he and it, it was so it was Ben Roethlisberger who must have went at eleven. Nah, he went sixteen. I well, believe. Yeah. All right. Well, he anyway, too. Oh, yeah, Russell, that, that Russell my, sat. He got a Super Bowl. My my thing is, you can like you don't have to find this quarterback and go number one overall just because, especially in these weak quarterback drafts, everyone mm-hmm. be trying to. They be trying to go to the, it's the quarterback arms race. They, be, they just trying to get a quarterback. No, do what you can. Build your draft. I like the Oakland Raiders. They have they have the opportunity to do something please, really good. Please, but please. Jo- yeah, John Gruden yeah, is going. John Gruden is he's gonna smoke this. Yeah, he's I, gonna. Do, I didn't like, want to. He is He is going to do a terrible job because. Yeah. He has the opportunity to build assets and get multiple well, positions. And can, and, I, and can I ask you a left question? I'm sorry. Why? Is, but, but see, this is my thing. Like Gruden has all the tools to be successful. So why is he going to smoke this? I know he's going to smoke this, AJ, and I agree with you 100%. But why? When he, Does he have all the tools to do He this? already had the tools and yeah, got rid of them. He know how to evaluate talent. Does he? Does he? Well, he, <laughs> he was doing a you good just job saw at it. When? 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 I'm well, not listen. I'm when not he was talking, on ESPN listen, with the Fired listen, Coaches listen, Association. No, 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 I'm not talking about the quarterbacks, and I'm not talking about uh, the 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 Fired Coaches Association that he was talking about. But if you just listen to the breakdown of real players like Jalen Smith, when Jalen Smith got drafted, when Kerrigan got drafted, like he was high on those players. I was low on those players, and he's proved me wrong. He's told me a lot of gems throughout the years. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I was disappointed when the Redskins got Kerrigan. And Kerrigan is the only Redskin that has lived up <laughs> in the last 30 years. 30, but you know what? You 30. know what? I took it too far. So, 20. So, 20. So, you, you the Redskins so, fan? <laughs> those, those ones that he got right stick out to you. But that's just because we need to go back and figure out, okay, what ones was he sold on that didn't? Because I know now, he granted, got listed. When, when he got on Monday Night Football, especially once he became the icon in Monday Night Football, he started taking it too far. Sold the, on everybody. Yeah, yeah, but the early John Gruden was subjective. He had the tools. And you forgot, this is the same John Gruden. I mean, it may have been a different person's team, but he did get the Raiders with Rich Gannon to the Super Bowl. Back, yeah, I know we went left, but we can go back to the because we got plenty of time to talk about the draft and when we break down teams, we can just go go yeah, glitch go for off, John yeah. Green. But my thing about the Steelers is, like I like I said in the beginning, their philosophy how they used to do how they notoriously cheap, how they're mm-hmm. stubborn, how they and it works for them. Why not keeping this same energy with Ben Roethlisberger? Now Antonio Brown has said a lot of lot of stuff. But one thing that stuck out said, Big Ben has 
a owner's mentality, and and can't nobody say nothing to him. And he throws people under the bus consistently, consistently <laughs> under the bus. But then next thing you know, the GM comes out and backs him, him and say, "Yeah, Big Ben can do whatever you got to do." You, the Steelers are going to be in trouble until they fix this Big Ben problem. And the I don't care what they do. I don't. I don't care who they replace him with. I don't care what they do. The longer they got Big Ben, that's the issue. That's why they didn't make the playoffs this year. That's what Mark the fun, said. The, the funny. The funniest. Uh, soundbite of Big Ben throwing somebody under the bus was when he was talking about that interception he threw in the end zone. I can't remember against who, and he was like, yeah, "He threw." Yeah. And, and 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 he said, "Oh, Antonio was supposed to flatten that route, dog. You threw that football, and it got picked <laughs> within a yard of the line of scrimmage. Wasn't no going flat on the route unless he was running at the line of scrimmage." Yeah, man. Yeah, and like you say, if I'm if and, and everybody want to bash Mike Tomlin, oh, he lost the locker room. Oh. You lost the locker room, and, and this is primarily your fault. But the only way to get it get it back, you got to blow it all up. Let me tell you, you got to blow it all up. Man. How, how much what? longer Mike Tomlin got? Hey, oh, he got a year. A legitimate football player said, "Y'all respect Jeff Saturday, right?" Yeah, I do. He said, "Bro, the fact that the GM had to come out and say that Big Ben is the leader in this locker room means that he not." Yeah, because not. Jeff Saturday said there was never a point in his career. Where a GM could tell him anything about what was happening in the locker room. He said the only thing that a GM can tell him is how much he was getting paid and when. He said, real leaders rise to the top in the locker room and nobody can tell you who that is. Players know who that is. And if someone got to say that this person is the leader, they're clearly not the leader. Every time. Every time. And that's coming from a football veteran who been in the locker room, and who said that a GM's tried to make that same play that the Steelers GM just mm-hmm. tried to play. Hey, if I'm the Steelers, I'm doing everything in my power to get Mason Rudolph ready. It is what it is. I'm giving him extra reps. Mm-hmm. I'm staying at the practice. I'm doing whatever I got to do. And I don't care nothing about Big Ben's attitude. Because just two years ago, he said he wasn't even sure if he was coming back. Exactly. And then you get mad that we draft somebody and you five minutes away from retirement. Exactly. I'm doing everything that I can do to get Mason Rudolph ready. And Absolutely. it is what it is. You can get in your feelings all you want to. You can be out of here if you really, if, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if I was the GM, I'm getting rid of all y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all y'all. All hey, AB got to go. Don't get don't I get mean, it he twisted. He want to go. Yeah. So don't, you definitely you know how I feel about people who want to go. Hey, you oh, the mo- you want to go? He, I have hey, to pack. The, the, mo- the moment he dyed his mustache blonde, I'm trading him cuz uh, oh, yeah. that is just yeah, out of line. You bad. will not represent my organization with a blonde mustache, brother. Looking like Hulk Hogan out here like Mr. With a, Big with a black beard. Yeah, he, I yeah, I'd have got rid of him too. ASAP. Right then and there. Looking like a fool. I just that's a lot of pants on the ground. Before we we wrap it up, because I love your trades, because they always like crazy to me. What you giving up for AB right now? No, I'm I'm looking at Cannon. My fault. From the skins? No, not not even the skins. I'm any anybody you because Cannon GM. I was he's worth a second round pick to me, or maybe a second and a third. With these, and, with, and, with these antics that he doing, and see the you antics, still giving up? No, that? They, see, they see waiting the, for you. See, the antics I'm worried about. I'm definitely worried about the antics. But me, I'm thinking, I always, when I GM, I think of the skins, and we don't have any talent, bro. I got to get some talent into my locker room, bro. And if 
I got to say the hell with the antics, bro. I got to get him in here and say, listen, A.B., what don't you want me to do so you ain't got to do those antics? I can cut all of that out. But the Skins are not a regular team. Now, if I'm the Seahawks <laughs> or a regular team that's just trying to make moves, you know, maybe I, tr- I try to slip a third or a fourth round in there. And, you know, if I don't get them, I'm not I'm not that mad. He should go to the Seahawks? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying or you just he use them as a I'm team? just using them as a team that's functional. Okay, we're about to wrap up soon. Um, AJ, who, what would you give up? And be, I hate him. Okay, sorry. I was trying to, but <laughs> I tried to stop you. Be subjective, objective, and I mean, leave your Bengals bias out, out of it. It's hard, man. He's a 30-year-old receiver, dog. I'm not about to give him a, a second-round pick for somebody that I can have for at least four years. To me, I'm going to give I'll give you maybe third and maybe a player you like. That's kind of that, like a, a, a depth player. I'm not about to – even a third, I'm kind of sketchy about. If it's if yeah. it's me, I'm gonna give you fourth and probably some, a depth player. Y'all better than me. But what I will tell y'all this: had the skins listened to me, we would have had Dez and he would have never got hurt. I feel you. We could have had Dez and could have had the best offer. I feel you easily. Y'all should have easily got him. I don't know what y'all was thinking. But me personally, I'm starting off with the fourth round with my with my negotiation. You can talk me to a third, and if I got a um, conditional fourth. You know, comp- you know, compensation pick, then I might throw that in there because it already was extra. You know, that's what you can get out of me, but that's it. And see, you coming that's from it. a team. See, that's yeah, I'm, not, I'm not breaking the bank for AB. I oh, hate, no, not I at all. To, I hate to say bias, but you're speaking, both of you are speaking from a team that got decent wide outs. You see what I'm saying? You're right. You're right. And so uh, I'm trying, as much as I want to not be biased, I, that, to me, that's what football breaks down to my team. We don't have any wide receiver this, talent. But Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. So let the me second t- round pick got to go. I feel it. Hold on, wait, but Kenny, let, let me break it down to you like this, though. I feel it. You tra- <laughs> you tra- I, I, I get what he's saying, but at the end of the day, you trade your second round pick for AV, and he's still going to want his money. Yeah, absolutely. Because, But here's the thing. I'd rather, dra- I'd rather try me, and draft. You tell me one wide receiver draft pick that the Redskins have done in the last 20 years that have Panned out. Mm, 20. You see oh, what I'm no. saying? And then I'll tell you why I want to pay AB. Hold you on, can't answer that. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> so what? <laughs> yeah, like Talk, that. damn it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, no, we, we, ain't nothing you can look up. <laughs> ain't that, so look, we're we about to wrap it up. What team should, should trade for him? Quick. 49ers, absolutely. What do you think, AJ? 49ers are the Cardinals. 49ers or the Cardinals. Hey, if I would be, if I'm AB, I don't want to go to the Cardinals. I'm going to tell you straight yeah, up. Yeah, please don't go to the Cardinals. I, I like this 49ers pick. They should do whatever they should do to get them. They need yeah. a playmaker. But uh, we're going to ask you too. that. We're definitely going to ask y'all that on um, Instagram. So we want to know where AB is going. Uh-huh. And other comments and questions going to be posted on our Instagram page, which is 3ManWeave underscore. We on all major podcast platforms, 3ManWeave, mm-hmm. Facebook 3ManWeave. You can email us at podcast3 dot man dot weave at gmail.com like i said if you're trying to jump us we're trying to get our publicity stunt on uh-huh. you know what i'm saying jesse style we ready <laughs> we're gonna fight back but yeah cash catch on you, hand and we catch out me at the ha- catch and me at the happy in the spot on saturday lover. <laughs> <All right. laughs>